Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. As always, before we get started, we need to thank the guys over at Midnight Syndicate for their music. You can check them out at MidnightSyndicate.com. We'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the ambient sounds that you hear throughout our podcast. You can catch them at YouTube.com slash Sword Coast Soundscapes. Also, check out our website at DieByTheSwordPodcast.com. You can also connect with all of us by going to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can contact us at DieByTheSwordPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. And now let's get into the episode. So I just got my first actual haircut in this whole quarantine thing. Before that, I had, I had cut my own hair and buzzed it and did all that. It was actually, you know, it wasn't so bad going out and getting a haircut. It was weird wearing a mask while getting a haircut. Yeah, the last haircut I did, I, I usually uh, go on my birthday to, uh, you know, not super cuts, but, you know, something a little bit more. I won't say fancy because it's not a fancy place, but uh, barbershoppy and I got my beard done and all that stuff. So I didn't have to wear a mask. But I also uh, that was my first haircut in a year. I, I had not cut, uh, got a haircut. You know, I would do it myself because it was really simple just to buzz the sides. And it got super long, like down to my it covered my face. It is looking real good. I, I don't like my hair that long. So normally I get mine cut every like three weeks or so. So having to go, you know, a couple of months without a haircut was killing me. Three weeks is a little fast for me. Mine does not grow that fast or that often uh, or that much. (laughs) (laughs) Is it even still there? I can't tell you have a hat on. Yes, it's still there, but it's way back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I usually get a haircut every month and a half or so, but uh, I have not gotten one since probably February or so. Wow. And uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've not been risk. I didn't want to risk it. So I'm like, that's one of the worst parts is I just found normally I go to super, uh, like a super cut type place, but I just found this place that I liked that was a uh, barbershop, an actual barbershop, Mexicano barbershop. Oh. And they treated me right. I walk in there first time ever. And they're like, would you like a beer? And I'm like, this is my place. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Cerveza, sir. Yeah. Yes. I love this place. <laughs> I went there all of, I think, three times and then the rona hit and i haven't been back since and now my hair is super long yes it is <laughs> very long very long see I, I would go to knockouts which is a you know a chain for that same reason because i can have a beer while getting a haircut or in some cases they had whiskey also that you could drink Ooh. oh yeah is that the hooters of haircut places that's one of <laughs> one one of one of the Hooters yeah. places. Yeah, because there's like a clip. There's knockouts. There's a few others, but uh, this time I found uh, uh, it was actually the same guy that John usually gets his haircut from. I got referred to him. I wasn't going to a chain location. Fewer people, less exposure. This is true. I went to uh, try to get my beard trimmed, but they told me no. I said they can't do those, so I just got my hair cut and lost most of my blue. But I asked for a beard trim, and they were like, "No, we don't do those right now." So, so yeah, 
now that you say that, that was pretty stupid of me to get a beard trim. Mm. Well, I think it was more uh, of the barber because you they're all up in your face. No, I mean, that's she was all up in my face with the clippers. Did she, have, them all did, she over my face. did she not have a mask on too? She had a mask on, but I mean, yeah. if I had it, I could be infecting the, yeah. the establishment. Yeah, you need to have, uh, wear your face condoms. Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the yep. most bizarre haircut I ever got, uh, a friend of mine used to cut my hair for, uh, you know, for free. And, you know, hey, I was a poor individual student needed, you know, as much as I could get. So he was uh, cutting my hair and he worked at a pet shop. So, yes, I was getting groomed at a pet shop. Oh. <laughs> did he put bows in your hair? Uh, no, but he did have powder. <laughs> was it free and thick powder? I, I did not itch afterwards and never experienced a whole pick or anything. Did you have to wear a, a collar and get clipped to the stand so you can't move away? That could have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Haircut bondage. <laughs> yeah when i was when i was a kid i used to have a mullet same oh, wow. i actually had one as well yeah i did not mm-hmm. well no no i was never a mullet a mullet and a chili bowl which both were fantastic i think all kids have a chili bowl <laughs> <laughs> mullet first and then a chili bowl that was uh, styles at the time uh, no nah, the first seven years, my dad shaved my head completely off, all, all hair. Uh, I was whole head? The whole head. Uh, it was like he, <laughs> I was born with orange hair and he did not like this. And it's like, dad, have you looked at your sister? It comes from your side of the family. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want hair. I want hair, dad. <laughs> I'm seven years old saying I need hair. <laughs> he comes out of the womb with orange hair and dad's like, nope. No, get those devil follicles off my boy. <laughs> See, my, my dad had red hair. My sister has red hair. So my mom was the outcast that didn't have the red hair. You're like the Weasley family. Mm-hmm. But during one of the shows I did in high school, I had hair a little bit longer than yours is now, Gary. Oh, wow. I hated every second of it. <laughs> but it was it was a show that was set in like the Civil War, so I had to grow my hair out for it, and I had to put blonde highlights in it to match more of the family unit that I was in. It's a fun show. I really enjoyed it, but never again. <laughs> never want to grow my hair that long again. In high school, I had the I had the uh, blonde tips, the spiky oh, tips. So. I never did that. I didn't yeah, want to dye my. Yeah. I didn't want to dye my hair blonde. Uh, I had a friend that said that I should, um, but I didn't want to look like um, the, I think he was the bass player for no doubt. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I think Philip, you saw me when I might've had my hair. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Back I in did. the day. And uh, yeah, um, that was a look. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't really changed my hair color in quite a while. I've never uh, done it. God changed but... mine. actually it's kind of funny because my mom uh when she she started going gray the exact same time her first son did and he she blamed him for it (laughs) because they were going gray at the same time (laughs) uh yeah the the closest to to coloring my hair was another film that i did 
recently. Well, it's been a couple of years now, but I was the dad and it was like a flashback thing where the kid was different ages throughout the, the story and all of the kids that they cast had brown hair. And with my red and the, the, the girl that they cast as the mom was blonde. Like, we, we need your hair to be brown. <laughs> so they sprayed my hair brown. Ooh. With that like Wait. bald stuff that you cover up bald spots with? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you start sweating and it's running down your face? Yeah. <laughs> you had blue hair though. You did dye your hair because it was blue like way, way long time ago. Yeah, a long, a long time ago. I used to, well, I would change it for theater stuff. And then my freshman year of college, I went through kind of a rebellious stage with, I'm going to change my hair as much as I can. So I had blue hair. I had, um, I did like the blue black. Uh, my favorite one was I did the blue black hair, but then I bleached like leopard print into it. That's different. Yeah. The 90s like Diego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Lawless time. <laughs> Where you could have frosted tips and Dennis Rodman hair. And jeans as big as <laughs> jean legs as big Dude, as you wanted. The, the Jinkos? Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Who had a pair? I had two. I was I was poor. I couldn't afford them. I had a pair, but I never wore them. Yeah, I was on a little old for them, so I, could, I never got any. You guys are a bunch of punks. Yeah. Do you still have them? No, absolutely not. <laughs> he 100% has them in his closet right now. He wears them around right. the house. I'm, I'm yeah. wearing one of the legs right now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worn pants in months. <laughs> True. True. Nor have I. <laughs> the lawlessness continues. <laughs> Quarantine means no pants. <laughs> it's much more comfortable that way. <laughs> So I have a question, um, and I'm I'm sorry I ask this all the time, but what happened last week? But what game <laughs> were we playing? Are we, are we doing something this week? Uh, I mean, we were talking about hair and styles from the '90s, but I think that people listen for the you know the game, the actual game we do. Yes, that thing. Oh, is that what they listen for? Hopefully, they don't. They don't just like listening to us. Let oh. us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Us- Ustalov. Yes, that's us. Right. Comment below. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so last week you made your way into the Shutterwood. You fought a uh, assassin vine. Uh, you followed a few Edder caps and found the Weaver Worm and killed her. Oh yeah, the Weaver Worm. She was bizarre. If by bizarre you mean thick with two C's, <laughs> she did that, have a booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. Um, and then you started making your way toward Askenor Lodge again, and uh, we ended with you finding a man basically crucified on a tree with a purple flower shoved in his mouth and a silver hunting knife stabbed into his chest. Sounds like a wonderful way to go. Who wants to check him out? Uh, Okay. We do definitely need to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Diego has an intense curiosity. So Diego would definitely go up and see what's going on. He'd paw at him just a bit. Yeah. Renly would do the same thing because 
uh, a this darker side that keeps growing within him um, likes the grotesque, the morbid. Uh, B, he wants to know what that flower is. It looks pretty. Chabert's a little more cautious, so he's going to let them take the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cabal's just uh, looking him up and down from a, from afar. So Renly is going to first stand here and do a perception. Okay. Diego will move so that he is just behind Renly in case something goes long wrong. <laughs> 23. 23. Okay. So as you make your step into that space, Uh-oh. you set off a tripwire. Of course I do. Yeah. Reflex save? Nope. Remember, I can't be caught flat-footed either. Okay. But I can't be caught flat-footed. Right, so it'll go against. I'll be going against your regular AC, but uh, Diego is in that same range as well. So against Renly, that is a twenty-three to hit. That's a hit. And then against Diego, that is a twenty-seven to hit. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay, this is gonna hurt. Good thing me and Jobert stayed back, huh, bud? Yeah, yeah, right? Jobert actually probably feels a little guilty that he let them wander into a trap, but uh, he he feels that's like also probably their fault for being yeah. not very cautious. <laughs> it's it's their curiosity. fault for sure. Curiosity's <laughs> going to kill this cat. <laughs> so, Renly... Uh-huh. Uh, Renly takes 31 points of damage. Ouch! And Diego, Diego takes 23 points of damage as a hail of crossbow bolts fly at you and you're hit by multiple crossbow bolts. Do we know? I mean, so um, I think it was Vikings. Is it like that episode of the first episode of Vikings? (laughs) Yeah, the the intro episode with all those things hitting that one guy. Right. (laughs) Holy pincushions, Batman. Sorry, wrong character. So, <laughs> so uh, where are the arrows on my body? If I am facing the dead guy, are where they in they? my face, in my back, <laughs> in my sides? Uh, they look like they're coming from kind of all around you. It was kind of set up to target. Oh, like all ringed in that or in that shrubbery that's around the, the body. Yeah. You see how the shrubbery makes a nice little semicircle there. Yes. Kind of coming out of all of air, all of the areas. And basically you're hit by five different arrows. So are we in initiative then or Nope, not an in initiative. Oh, so I just get, <laughs> you got pelted by the trap. Yeah, You just got penetrated from all angles. Yeah. But you do see that one of the arrows that is, uh, um, it's kind of has this, grayish substance on it. Uh-huh. Is it poison? But you can do a knowledge arcana on it. It's no, doo baby. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fifteen? Uh, yeah, you, you're not sure what that is. So, the Inquisitor... Okay, uh, I guess Dwarfy is going to check then. Okay. Uh, 
Did Diego get the green get the gray substance or just Renly? No, you you got some of it too. Ooh. Am I controlling Dwarfy or are you controlling Dwarfy? I control him as a character. You make all the rolls for him. Right, right. No, I meant I, uh, are you controlling his pawn? It should be for everybody to control him. Okay. Well, yeah, no. He is going to come up yeah. here and uh, uh, check out the the gloop. Ooh, that's a better roll. But it's it is, but it isn't. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, because you found something similar to this already. He between the two of you, you would recognize this is Silver Sheen. Silver Sheen. We did run into that. Oh yeah, there's a vial. We had a bottle of it. We have two vials of it actually. Mm-hmm. So, do, what do we know about Silver Sheen? Diego will ask Renly uh, and um, Dorothy. It's used for werewolves. This really hurts, you guys. This hurts. It's silver. The silver do silver sheen's usually used to fight things that are weak to silver, like werewolves. And as he's saying that, he's um, trying to get these bolts out of them. Now, silver sheen isn't poisonous to Asimars, is it? No, it is not. I don't think you have weakness to silver. No. I wouldn't have my little chakra if I did. So yeah, I'm going to start pulling stuff out of me. Diego will say that it does clash with his natural fur. Mm. <laughs> As he's pulling out these wonderful little bolts. Ow. Ooh. Ow. Ooh. Okay. So while you guys are doing that, I'm also going to um, take some medicine. Yeah, I'm going to heal up so y'all can converse about the, the body. I'm going to look ahead and see if there's any traps any further closer to the body since we're about, you know, what, five, ten feet away from the body? Mm-hmm. Sounds like hounds from hell. <laughs> hmm, they haunt so, me. The yeah. werewolf pups. <laughs> Um, Shabir feels it's probably a little too late, but he's going to do a little check as well. 20 on the perception for checking to see if there's any traps. And okay. 22 for Shabir. 22. Um, so Diego doesn't see any further traps making his way up. Uh, Shabir, you don't see any other traps. You do notice the tripwire that, uh, that Renly stepped on or watch out for that (laughs) (laughs) yes it appears we're clear perfectly executed trap thank you Eartha Kit (laughs) (laughs) now looking at this body Diego (laughs) does he look at uh, notice anything unusual about it uh, you do notice that he looks human. You notice the purple flowers that are stuffed into his mouth. You see that the the rope that is tying him to the tree around his wrists and his ankles was so tight that it's basically cutting into his skin. 
and you do see that hunting knife that is stabbed into his chest. I'm going to pull it out. Who would do such a thing? Okay. A bunch of pricks, that too. (laughs) Diego pulls out the hunting knife, and you have a silver hunting knife. Who's taking this hunting knife? Nobody wants it? Yeah, I was going to say, what is it? I don't know much about it. Like, I mean, I don't know if my character could ever use it or... A knife? You're a rogue, dude. It works dagger, essentially. Yeah. It works essentially like a masterwork silver dagger. I'm also gonna uh, detect magic on the area. Okay. Oh, I don't have to roll for that, right? Nope. It was the wrong die anyway. Is anything magic? Uh, nothing is uh, radiating as magic. Next, I'll look at the flower in his mouth. What is that? Nature or survival? 23. 23? 22. 22. Okay, so with a 22, you would definitely know that this is Wolfsbane. It's a toxic plant, and it is also noted for its ability to drive off werewolves or cure the curse of lycanthropy. And it basically looks like there's enough of the flower that you could make three doses of the poison. If we could brew potions, right? Yes. But if we can't brew potions, we're stuck? Yes. Because I can't brew potions. Is it worth bringing it with us in case we find somebody? Or Oh, he was still going to take it. Uh, he was going to take it um, the, uh, the wolf spain uh, and the knife, and then he was going to... Uh, um, just like he was taught by his uh, other friends, uh, bury this body. Okay. And also with that knowledge nature check, you would be able to know with the combination of the the silver and the wolfsbane, this guy was definitely a werewolf. And he reverted back to human form after he died. And he doesn't have anything in his pockets? Nope. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and bury him behind the trees. You hate to see it. Someone buried behind a tree? You know what's going to happen behind that tree. Don't dig him up, uh, Diego. (laughs) (laughs) But why? (laughs) Cabal will perform a ritual to put him to rest. To make sure he doesn't come back. Okay. Does Dwarfy perform a, a separate ritual? <laughs> Even better one? No. Mine's, mine's way more spectacular. What do you mean? Whatever Cobal does, Dwarfy basically does better. Oh my God. Better or louder? <laughs> In his That's... mind, it's better. <laughs> Sometimes both louder and better. <laughs> there, there's lots of banging of his hammer. I'm going to bang him in the head. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> Raising, dude. <laughs> Basically, by the end of this, Dwarfy and Cabal are just going to bang and get it all settled out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the body is buried. I'm full of arrows or bolts. Um, are any of the bolts silver? 
The bolts themselves are not silver. They just had the silver sheen. Anybody have a crossbow? I've got some slightly used bolts. <laughs> <laughs> bloody bolts for sale. Bloody bolts for sale. <laughs> so if you don't do that, then um, I am actually uh, hurt. So I'm 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 a vote. I'm a vote. We set up camp. What time is it? It's probably late evening. Okay. So yeah, this is the perfect time to to camp in my mind. Yeah, I think uh Shabert agree. So we set up camp. We get a fire and some moors and put on our beatsy PJs. <laughs> oh, sit by the fire. Let's let's discuss what we have found so far. Oh look, there's the fire. <laughs> I made fire. <laughs> so, I mean, Renly will say, so the only thing I know about any of you are from my dreams, and I don't even know if all of that is even accurate. He's going to turn to his left. Who's on his left? Looks like Diego. Diego, where are you from? Well, I'm from Kazmaron. Katzmaron? Kazmaron. Kazmaron, excuse me, sorry. Did you grow up in a monastery or a... Did you Almost. go? Uh, I'm from a very small village uh, in the mountains of Kazmaron in the north. Oh, you're a mountain cat. Yes. <laughs> and I'm. Uh, my tribe is called Tog. Tog? Tog. Tog. Okay. Rhymes with bog. Tog. So, uh, you're a monk, but a monk of what? Well, I follow the teachings of the great cat people. So, what exactly is an Asimir? An Asimar? Oh, we're, um, we're part angel. Do you know what an angel is? It's like a bird person. Hmm, birds. <laughs> Starts licking his chops. <laughs> no, uh, I come from a, a, a tribe of of um, Asimar warriors. We 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 like to think of ourselves as 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 writers of wrongs. Very very virtuous. We've overthrown many a tyrant, and then we've given it the lands back to their people. For, forgive me, Suka, but what was your place in this tribe? Oh, I'm a prince. I'm going to take over one day. It was supposed to go to my brother. But, well, he's gone now. Was he a great warrior? Oh, he was. He thought he was. Do you not agree? I mean, he was good, but he just thought a lot of himself. To, it was bordered on hubris and I think I have the opposite problem I doubt myself far too much hmm. Hi, you are a great warrior in your own right I've seen it well here's my half brother and I, I loved him like a fool brother but he was very hot headed and, and when he was told that he wasn't going 
to lead the tribe, it was going to be me, is, is when he left and started off on this journey that ultimately got him killed in Ravengrow. Dwarfy knows the rest. I, I wasn't around for his last days. I'm sorry for your loss, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. So are you a follower of Bastet? Oh, no. no. Uh, my people worship Ragathiel. He's uh, more of an imperial lord than a, than a god, but we still worship him. He uh, was an As- Asimar as well. He's a, a fighter for vengeance, just like, just like us. Excellent. Yes, well, as soon as, as soon as we find this whispering way, I can, I can get back to my people. And it's, it's going to be a new day, I can tell you that. I've learned so much from out here. Diego, tell me, tell me about your homeland. It is um, somewhat of a snowy area. Um, it's cold most of the time. There, we have a very brief summer. Um, what are your major imports? Major imports. <laughs> What's the GDP? Of- <laughs> well, we like wine. <laughs> and we grow in catnip. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, cat drug dealer. <laughs> cat drug dealer, yes. Uh, no, the, uh, the area is very mountainous. So uh, climbing and... Um, Scampering through the hillsides is something every cat folk in that area knows quite well. Um, this area and my family has followed the ways of the monk for quite some time, and we've continued that tradition. And I follow in my father's footsteps. And what brings you out so far from home? This entire area is so new so different there's greenery everywhere for quite some time it's amazing to see i've got a bit of curiosity so i check things out and i've been traveling north for quite a while in this area so where have you traveled besides here and your home quadira yes quadira i've been there uh, I've made my way through the Verdun forest uh, in my travels towards Ustalov. Ustalov is actually a fairly large city from uh, where I'm from. I'm not from an area that's large at all. Really? Well, I mean, if you're saying that Ustalov and its cities are large, then I would assume that's correct. You haven't been to big cities. No. I have been to Vidura. Um, I don't like it. I wouldn't go back. Well, you, my friend, should see Absalom. That's where I'm from. It is quite the city. Now, I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but is that where you're from from? Or Yes, I, I, I know what you're getting at, and that is where I am from, my... My other family, my, my, my parents were, they were born in the Shadow Plain. However, I was born in Absalom. We, we live among the, the Kyle there. Wait, I thought your name was Kyle. No, Suga, we, uh, 
do not call ourselves by the same uh, word that you use for us. We, we consider, yes, that is considered profane amongst us. I've, oh my God, I've been calling you that this whole time. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, now that we have that out of the way. Oh, I feel like an asshole. Yes, I didn't want to make too much of it. I knew that you were. I, I, I felt you were just being flippant, but now I, now I feel nicely that it is not the case. No, I wouldn't try to. I wouldn't try to offend you. I mean, I just met you, and you're supposed to be helping me. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that that you didn't take it as an insult. We try not to. It's. It is something that, that that many other races do not know is a bit of a or a thing of contention for us. I understand. Um, well, wait, hold on. You know what? I just I don't know if have I said this before. So you're an outsider. I'm descended from outsiders, and our tiefling friend. He's also descended from outsiders. We're just a bunch of outsiders, you guys. That's why I think I feel so comfortable with with you so quickly. Oh, call me Pony Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Soda Pop. (laughs) So a group of outsiders are crashing this party, and we find a man staked to a tree. We need to figure out why that's what happened. Well, he, it, it seems that he was a werewolf, and they cured him of that. One way or another. Well, we've not encountered many werewolves where I've come from. Ooh, wait, hold on. I just thought of something. You're a, a cat folk. They're dog folk. You never really run into them? Doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Noisy, dark one. Does he get any bonus points for them being his mortal enemy? <laughs> they should be, yes. Werewolf should be my mortal enemy. <laughs> Dog folk. Yuck. Do you eat rat folk, by the way? <laughs> well, rat folk. Squirrel folk, oh. yes. <laughs> so, you... You're awfully quiet, Cabal. I'm just listening to you guys. Well, why don't we listen to you? Where are you from? You probably have never heard of it. It's Hipstaton? It's in the realm of the Mammoth Lords. It's called Hill Cross at the base of the Tusk Mountains. I've heard tale of the realm of the Mammoth Lords. I haven't actually been there... I want to go because I, I hear they have dinosaurs. They also have lots of undead as well from the world wound. The world wound, yes. I know that place. Yeah. They've uh, they've wreaked havoc on my family for years. That doesn't sound like a nice place to be. No. I left as soon as I could. Do you plan on returning one day? or Maybe. Depends on what where the teachings of Phrasma takes me. Is is that a popular religion from where you're from? I don't think so. But 
My hate for the undead brought me here to worship her, to put them down. Well, glad to have you. You seem like a very nice person. I don't really know you, but... So, you're part tiefling. Is the other part orc or human? Human. Okay, well... He does not appear to like to speak of his human side. Much like us, Kyle. Are you ashamed of being human? Would you rather be full demon or, f- or full human? Being a demon causes so many troubles. Everyone points and stares when they see. As you talked about earlier, we're all outsiders. It would be nice to be able to fit in. Well. How about humans cause their own troubles? A lot of them. Yeah, humans are the worst. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, Renly look, looks around just to make sure that there aren't any around him. <laughs> just the one we buried. <laughs> That's not a good look, people. <laughs> oh, he, he, uh, humans are... Humans are okay. Um, I mean, some of my friends were humans, but... I've encountered several. They seem nice. They can be. They always hate that is which different which is different from them. Oh well, they are always so greedy, hungering for power and money. Uh, to be fair, that's a lot of different people. You know what? This is getting uncomfortable. You know, guys, this is really uncomfortable. And you, Dwarfy, all I know of you is that you were my brother's friend. That is correct. I. You could say I, I too, am a bit of a traveler. My my family comes from the Five Kings Mountains. Have you heard? Have you heard of High Helm? I have. Yes. That's where I'm from. Oh. What brought you to Ustalov? Well, I. I studied the I studied the works of Torog and I I wasn't content to just stay there. I I I wanted to see the world and have adventures and and rid the world of hideous and the, the undead and the monsters. I knew if I stayed in High Helm I would I I would just be average. I didn't want to be average. Might as well be spectacular. Well, I mean, you're not average. You, I mean, you. This the 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 upgrade you did to my weapons and armor is is, is top notch. Thank you. And I helm. There's a there's a smith shop on just about every corner. We call it Star Smith. Did you um? Did you? Is this a family trade, or did did you? Learn it because you're you're a, a cleric, correct? Did you learn it with your order? I it it is part of the works of Torag to to be one with the forge. So, what's the craziest thing you've ever made? Craziest thing I've ever made. Hmm. 
There was one person that wanted me to make a... It was basically like a morning star, but it was also like a scythe. It just didn't Wait. work. <laughs> so, it, uh, okay, so in real life, this is Philip. It reminds me of uh, of uh, of gallery of useless things, and I saw one of them was a, like a fork, um, but it was on a chain instead of being a rigid fork. Was it kind of <laughs> like that? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> I don't know if you put the stick in the middle of the throwing star and used it as a scythe that way. That's like five blades. That's not bad. <laughs> no, a, a morning star, not a throwing star. Oh, sorry. A morning star is those those spiky balls that you spin around. I think you're thinking of sh shurikens, shurikens, sh hadoukens. What do you call them? Shuriken. No, it's shuriken. <laughs> Growing up, I thought it was. Ryu Ken. It was Ryu and Ken. <laughs> that would be fitting. It would have, and it made sense, but that's mm -hmm. not what it is. So, what do you do with weapons that don't work? Do you have, like, a, a, a place for them? Do you just remelt them down? Just reuse them. Remelt the, remelt the steel and reuse it. I think it'd be interesting to have a a failed weapon, you know, collection. Do you feel it was the weapon or the wielder that didn't work? Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine that, though? You've got a stick with chains and then scythes, and you spin it like a helicopter? That seems dangerous. I mean, it seems like if you knew what you were doing, you could do something. Or you could cut off your own hand. Hand if you're lucky. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, when I gave it to the wielder, it did, uh, it it did more damage to him than it 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 did to anything else. Did it, did it take his hand or? Uh, luckily, there were clerics that could regrow, you know, body parts for him. Ooh, good. I was gonna ask if he was still with us. Yes, he he is, but I could never. I always wanted to to be able to cook. You know, brew potions or or make wands like these wands that I have here, because I hate that the cast a level one. Yes, I I know how to I know how to you know find a stick, but I don't know how to put the magic in the stick. Hmm. We need a magic user for that. I mean, you've got three. You know, being. A scold. I was supposed to to learn how to scribe scrolls, but I never learned it. I became a spell warrior instead. I mean, I think that's coming more handy. I mean, when I when I sing as care, you guys get magic enhancement. So you're welcome. It does seem quite effective. Were your parents magic users? I, how did you come to this? We we have. Magical bloodline, yes. Um, my my brother was a blood rager, which, which, he never got to grow into his magic. But but, uh, we're mostly. You you said you hate the word fetchling. I don't like the word barbarians, but that's what we were. Shabir nods knowingly. I like to think of as as, as nomad warriors, liberators. 
We should free everyone. They shouldn't be confined. I hate that. Freedom. Let's roam. Agreed. So, Diga, your family were monks, yes, you said? Yes. Ah, yes. Cabal, you are you in the family business as well, or...? No, I abandoned my family to come here and do Phrasma's work. Now, which family? Your mother and father, or are you a jerk? <laughs> I'm a jerk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go out for a pack of cigarettes and never come back? <laughs> uh, it was actually a gallon of milk, but yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Did someone say milk? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So... Wait, did you really leave your wife and children? I didn't have or a husband wife. and children, or, or are you talking about you left as a young person, left your mother and father? That's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Did you leave your your mother and father, or did you leave children? <laughs> that was the jerk part. <laughs> yes, that was it. Yeah. Don't tell the government. <laughs> Money for child support. When you have a Good. liver, how big is it? <laughs> like Cabal's a fake name. Like he's running from the government so he doesn't have to pay child support. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, about all that gold we got last uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Need to take a little cut out of there. That's why he, why he doesn't have a last name. <laughs> yeah. On the run. He's incognito. Mm-hmm. He's Rusty Shackelford. No, I left as a small child. Um, I wanted to learn the teaching of Sphrasma so I could rid the land of the undead. Are they a plague where you're from? Yes. They constantly invade our towns, our villages, um, necromancers controlling them, taking all of our belongings. So I vowed to do something about that to help my family. Do they take your villagers and turn them against you or... No, they just kill them and turn them into more undead for their armies. I can think of no worse crime. Or fate. Could you imagine being the puppet of a necromancer? Gives me chills. And this is why the undead must be stopped. I agree, Dwarfy. Shut up, Dwarfy. (laughs) This is my thing. Just because I'm better at killing a dead than you are. Yeah, for, for, for me, it's the whispering way. They're my undead. Hopefully soon, they'll be the dead dead. So tell us more. What do you know of the uh, whispering way? I, I only know what I've learned of the past month. They, um, they terrorized the small town of Ravengrow, where Dwarfy is from, and Dwarfy helped defeat... Uh, them by uh, liberating the haunted prison. They tried to frame this poor, poor soul for murder. His only crime was being a golem. Do you know what a golem is? A mindless automaton. Yes, but he wasn't mindless. He could talk and had feelings and he loved trees. He was, it was, it was remarkable. And they were going to use him for a, a fall guy to cover up their misdeeds. That is not good. No. So, these... This cult, these criminals... I usually bring to justice, but... This time I feel it's going to be vengeance. So you are help of outsiders as well? 
I'm a help of anybody who needs help and is and, and, and is not trying to hurt anybody. Well, my family follows the way of the, the nimble guardian, so we we try to assist. Well, I'm glad to have all of your help. I think I think we should get some rest. We still have a ways to go. Do we have a ways to go? A little ways. It's probably about another day's journey to get to Askenor Lodge. So yes, we we should probably get some rest. We still have a ways to go. We should probably also make sure that we have a watch. I will take the first one. Oh yes, I always forget about the watch. We don't want, well, werewolves. Also, I'm not good. The last time I was on watch, I met you guys because I was dreaming. Well, you might meet new new assassins. I could meet my next party. Is that what you're I was just about to say, does that happen often? We could, uh... <laughs> so, if you're going to take the first watch, I'll, I'll take the second watch. How many watches do I need? It's an eight-hour sleep, and there are five of us, so somebody's going to have to take... Oh, let's just make Dorfy do the whole thing. <laughs> then he can't pray. Four, I mean... Four of us can take two hours if we want to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. So, yeah. Diego, yeah. Diego will take two. I'll take two. Who's next? Uh, and then Cabal. Yeah. Cabal trusts Dorfy to watch over him while he sleeps. You know, hey, do you remember that episode of, of Futurama with uh, Flexo and Bender? I'm <laughs> on you. Yep, that's the one. That's what happened. So, do we have to roll anything for these watches? Yes, give me just a second, though. All right, so you all bed down for the evening under the full moon. And uh, who's taking the first watch? Uh, Diego is. Diego. Go ahead and roll your perception. That would be a... 25. 25. All right. As you are keeping watch, uh, you are able to notice a few, like, few animals, few birds flying over, things like that. Um, but nothing too eventful happens throughout your watch. Um, all right. Who has the second watch? I have the second watch. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 11. Living. Okay. On yours, um, you don't really notice a lot. You're not the best at keeping watch, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm bad at it. <laughs> uh, you do obviously hear some wolf howls in the distance, but your watch passes uneventfully. I thought he was going to fall asleep and dream up some more companions. Right? <laughs> Jealous? <laughs> I would be, too. All right, who has the third watch? That'd be Chaubert. So he is at a... Oh, 28. 28? Okay. So throughout your watch, again, you kind of hear the rustling in the the trees around you. It's kind of similar to the rustling you heard uh, with the edder caps moving around. But this time you don't hear the the cries for help 
like you heard before. This time, you can hear the howls. But the howls are getting closer. And at one point, you look across the campsite, and you see two silver eyes staring back at you through the trees. As a crossbow bolt comes flying out at you, you're able to move out of the way, but we're rolling for initiative. Oh, perfect. I didn't even have to keep watch. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) You got got all those 40 weeks in. (laughs) (laughs) Now, everybody remember to take off their armor. Uh, How much rest did you get? Uh, at this point, you probably got about five hours of rest. It's it's medium armor or light armor that you can't sleep in? Uh, medium armor, you cannot. Light armor, you can sleep in. <laughs> Luckily, Shabara is The monk too. says, what armor? That's Okay, so what is a mithril chain shirt? Is that light armor? Uh, chain shirt is light, yeah. Mithril changer. Mithril just okay. takes away the um, the movement penalty. It, it like makes it lighter, but it, I can sleep in it. Is the point, right? Yeah. So I don't have to take my armor. Cool. Dwarfy does. All right, ready for those initiatives, Renly. Uh, nine. Nine. Dwarfy. 15. 15. Diego. 15. 15. Who has the higher initiative bonus? I have a two. I have one. All right, so Diego will go first. Cabal. 23. 23. And Bear. 16. 16. Cabal was the fancy one. <laughs> But I got a big initiative bonus, though. Do you remember everybody except for Chaubert, though, is still asleep? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So we will start kind of in the middle with Chaubert, because uh, everybody else is asleep, and the, the wolves did get their surprise shot on you. But we will start everything off with Chaubert. Alright, so Shabert is right next to Diego. So he's going to yell for everyone else and he's going to, you know, wake up everyone, we're under attack. And then for Diego, he's going to give Diego a bit of a kick and he's going to tell him to move so that hopefully he gets the point to move out of the way and he's going to be applying the silver sheen to his sword sword. Okay. So your short sword is uh, effectively silvered this round. Sounds good. All right. And just so happens that Diego would go next. Uh, Yeah. And Diego would um, roll over and away from the kick. So it would actually propel him away. Um so do I immediately see the wolves or uh, they're kind of still hidden in the trees um, you can kind of see their silver eyes glowing though 
so you know where they're oh, yeah. at. Okay. I will prepare to attack them. I'm not going to go yet. Can I hold my action? You sure can. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dwarfy. Okay. Dwarfy is going to take a five-foot... Oops. A five-foot step in. He did a five-foot step. He's going to draw his uh, crossbow and take a shot with his light crossbow. Okay. Which one are you aiming for? He's aiming for this one that is uh, in the south. Okay. It's closest to him. The south wolf. Yes, he's about five feet away. So he's going to shoot his crossbow. He's going to shoot his shot and get a 17. A 17 will miss. Oof. Silver bolt into the woods. Okay. So next up would be Renly. So uh, Renly is uh, going to... Renly's going to transform into carry. That's his standard action. Um, and since he hasn't taken a move action yet, he's going to fly up. Okay. You're actually outside. You can fly. All right, Cabal. Okay. Cabal immediately starts praying, giving everyone plus one luck bonus on attack rolls, weapon rolls, saves, and skill checks. For how long? Um, you get it for one round. Cool. And uh, all the foes take a negative one penalty on all their rolls. The Rondu of Heavenly Order is what I'm singing. So nobody's going to get magic enhancements to their weapons. So this uh, song follows a set repetition of verses and refrains with a pattern of syllables that remains constant from line to line. As you sing, listeners find their actions bound by your song's restless order. Oh no. Oh, one enemy per bard level, so I can get all three of them. Within listening range, must make successful will saves uh, or find its movements hampered. A creature that fails its save can move only in straight lines in each turn. Okay. So you're going to have to make three will saves. All right. So for wolf number one, which will be the one on the west, it's a 21. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't give me what the will save should be. What What would uh, that that be? It'd be ten plus. The DC of the masterpiece is equal to ten plus half of your bard level and half half of your bard level and your full charisma bonus. So the, it'd be fifteen. Okay. So the first one passes with a twenty-one. Which one is the first one? The one to the west. In front. There you go. Okay. Uh, next is the northernmost one. That's a 20. Bigger than 15. And the southern one. Eight. That is a failure. Okay. So that's good, because that's actually the one that I wanted it to, because I didn't want him to come after Dwarfy. Well, he still can. He, I, yeah, I guess he can. The one werewolf one steps into Diego. Uh, werewolf two takes a five-foot step 
diagonally to the south toward both Cabal and Chauvert. And Werewolf number three takes a five-foot step in and is diagonal from Dwarfy. Now that the wolf is next to Diego, Diego will take the opportunity to pummel him. Okay. And he's going to use a flurry of blows. Uh, the first one is a 17. That's a miss. The what did, you do? did you add my plus one? Oh, I did not add the plus one to that. 18. Still a miss. Okay. Uh, the second <laughs> is a 18, 19. Still a miss. Uh, miss, miss on okay. the punches. Miss, miss on the punches. Go for it. They're swift little dogs. Darn hound. Right? All right. Let's see how many of them are going to bite. Just one of them will bite. So the other two will use long swords as they move in. So the one attacking Diego will use a longsword. The one attacking Cabal, he will also use your, uh, use a, a sword. And the one attacking Dwarfy will bite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first against Diego. That is a 20 to hit. That's a hit. Definitely a hit. So Diego takes... Eight points of damage from the longsword. Cabal. That is a 16 to hit. Does not hit. All right. Misses on Cabal. And then against Dwarfy. That's an 11. That is a miss. So Diego's the only one that's hit. All right. This brings us back to Chaubert. All right. Chaubert is going to try to put himself into a flanking position with this guy so he's going to have to do a little bit of an acrobatics maneuver going through the guy's face so that's a five foot step though yeah it's five foot steps so you don't have to worry with the acrobatics oh okay cool. well then never mind <laughs> uh so then Chaubert is going to try to give this guy the business now that he's got him flanked. And that is a 18. 18 misses. Plus the plus one you get from the luck bonus. All included. Yeah. Alright, that'll bring us to Dwarfy. He's gonna fire his weapon. Yay! Fire away! Weapon! Natural one. Uh Uh-oh. Uh... Four is... 22. 22. All right. So not a confirmed fumble, but uh, it is a miss. Okay. So it's two bolts that he's shot into the forest. All right. That brings us to Renly. He's still going to sing his song just to keep that one guy from just moving in straight lines. And he's going to draw and draw and throw his silver chakram at the one that was attacking Dwarfy. Um, not gonna do it with a 16. 17. 17 misses. Good lord, you guys. <laughs> Nobody's hitting. Yeah, these guys are tough. <laughs> we need better rolls. <laughs> Alright, Cabal. Okay, Cabal takes a five foot step 
um, to his, I guess, northeast. Then he he casts justice, judgment. So this judgment gives uh, plus one to all attack rolls and plus one for every five um, levels. So we get a plus, or I get a plus two. And that's my swift action. And then as my standard action, I'll cast Lend Judgment and I'll reach over and uh, touch Jobert. Um, so we both get it. Nice. What does that do for me again? You get plus two on your attack rolls. Since they're so high in AC, I'm trying to get us get us higher <laughs> so we can <laughs> I <hit> like it. <laughs> All right. And then that, that should be my turn. So good luck, Jobert. <laughs> Appreciate you. <ya. laughs> <laughs> All right, so that would bring us to Diego. Uh, Diego's going to use a stunning fist on this wolf beside him. Okay. Does a 22 hit. 22 hits. Yes! He is stunned. And I only get one hit, though. <laughs> what? But, but you can do a full round since you're right next to him. I, I can spend a key point and do a a uh, another flurry of blows or just an unarmed strike. Uh, just an unarmed strike, but with the stunning fist, I do get a fortitude save to see if I can shake off the the stunning. You you still do your damage to it, whether I save or not. Seven plus three is ten. Okay. Ten for the damage. 10 points of damage, and you're just using your fist? You're just using my fist. Okay. You notice that as you hit him, while it does stun him, doesn't seem to do any damage. I'm going to spend the key point and make my fist silver. All right. Can you you do that? (laughs) Yes. So maybe I want key points. So werewolf number one is stunned, so he drops the the sword that is in his hand. He will lose his dexterity bonus to his AC, and he takes a minus two penalty to his AC. And how long is he stunned for? Stunned for one round, just before my next turn. Okay, so he is stunned for this round. And it is the werewolf's turns. Werewolf one is stunned, so he can't do anything. But the other two... Uh... How long is werewolf number three affected by the the song of not being able to move in diagonal lines? He didn't say if it was... I think it's as long as I'm singing. Okay, so he can still only move straight forward, but that's enough to get diagonal to Dwarfy once again. So the one attacking Dwarfy is going to swing his sword at Dwarfy. Uh, The other one, which is over by... Chaubert and Cabal is going to bite at Chaubert. So there's uh, werewolf number three who is swinging his sword at Dwarfy. That is a 17, no, 18 to hit. Nope, 17. And you took your... 17. I was going to minuses. If he was wearing armor, that wouldn't have hit. So it hits. Okay. Max damage. That is 14 points of damage. Come on. All right. And werewolf number two is going to reach out and try to bite at Chaubert with a natural 20. Oh, no. 
Roll to confirm. It's only a 13 to confirm. Does not confirm. But it is a hit. Yeah, buddy. Seek his okay. teeth right in. Owie. Luckily, you only take two points of damage, but now he also gets the chance to trip you. So it rolls a natural one on the trip. So he <laughs> trips, tripping <laughs> yeah. you. Right on to my sword. <laughs> so you you slip away as he tries to trip, uh, but you have been bitten. So I need you to make a fortitude save. Ooh, I thought that might be coming. Oh, buddy. You get a plus one for my prayer, though. Oh, so good hell luck. yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, you feel all right right now. Is that plus one that did it? <laughs> okay, that was a fun, exciting bit. Uh, and it is Showbear's turn. All right, Showbear is going to take the uh, five foot step to offset the one that uh, Cabal had to take to get near near Showbear. And now he's going to wind up back to back with Diego, but still attacking the one that's now between him and Cabal. So he is going to. Ooh, with Cabal. <laughs> Man, hold on. I got to get all these Cabal uh, pluses in here. So that is 28 right. plus Cabal stuff. 32. You get a plus three. <laughs> yep. A 32 is definitely a hit. All right. So <laughs> with his. Oh, you get that beautiful sneak yeah, attack with damage. With a silver sheen sword sword. So, with that again? silver <laughs> silver sheen sword sword. That is... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> with his <clears throat> silver sheen sword sword. <laughs> Am, I sorry? Am I crazy? I feel like I'm saying it good, but I feel like you guys are laughing like it's not. It is your silver sheen sword short sword oh, yeah what did i say it's not a sword sword <laughs> sword yeah <laughs> um, this is staying in my yeah way. oh it 100 sure <laughs> yeah, no, it <laughs> uh, so with his <clears throat> silver sheen short sword boom there you go <laughs> he does 19 points of damage 19 points of damage, Ooh. and because you are using that silver sheen short sword... Oh, everybody can do it but me! All of that damage goes through. He's still standing, but that hurt him a lot. Okay, next up is Dwarfy. Okay, so Dwarfy has had it with this stupid crossbow. So he's going to take a five-foot step back, drawing his silver warhammer, and he is going to cast Gorum's Armor. A bunch of iron spikes start protruding from his body. He's a porcupine right now. So he looks like, you know, that scene from Beetlejuice where he grows the spikes? That's amazing. Exactly, yes. He also is just at a, <laughs> at a whorehouse, so. Ah. How about a Zach nut? <laughs> <laughs> Ustalov has a whorehouse in it. No, those trees back there do. Ah. 
<laughs> it was just him by himself. It was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> he still didn't have enough gold. Expensive. That is a expensive whorehouse. I mean, just imagine it. You can't really, like, slip a, a bill in a G-string or anything. You've got to throw throw actual coins at people. Make it hell, make it hell, make it hell. <laughs> <laughs> got to be so many bruises. <laughs> All right, uh, Renly. Uh, he's going to cast Returning Weapon. Okay. So the, his next turn, he'll uh, get his weapon back, and he'll be sorry, in theory. Mm-hmm. And you are okay right now because that uh, werewolf there five feet away from you is stunned. Oh, no, I'm, I'm 20 feet up, remember? Right. So he couldn't reach me if he wanted to. The flying wolf could. Yeah, but the there's Michael no Jordan wolf Sure there is. <laughs> okay. He's what special shoes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cabal. What are those? <laughs> I was going to go with want to be like like. You know, like, like, and <laughs> I love that. Uh, that, okay. Merchandising, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I we have our we first do. t-shirt? <laughs> we might have our first t-shirt. I want to be like, like, with a little wolf on it. Uh-huh. Yes. Y-K. <laughs> L-Y-C. No, no, it has yeah, to, well, yeah. I guess so. We'll run it, we'll, we'll run it through, uh, focus, uh, focus groups. Right. Especially, especially if I can curse any of you with lycanthropy, then it has to be a shirt. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, what did you say? It's a standard action to get. I have a punching dagger. So, is it one standard action to dip it into my silver, where I can punch him with it? Yes. Wait, okay. is your silver out? One hundred percent. It's always okay. out. Okay. I rock out with my silver out. Um, so, so I dip my, my punching dagger into my silver to, to get ready to punch the student in the face. Okay. Very good. And next up is Diego. So werewolf one is no longer stunned. Uh, okay. And Diego is going to flurry of blows on him with his silver fists. All right. 24. That's a hit. For... Oops, totally missed the tower. This is terrible. (laughs) Uh, For eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. And the second attack is... 22. That also hits. For ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. All right, werewolf number one is also hurting. He doesn't like being punched by silver. All right, and it is the werewolf's turns. Considering werewolf number one dropped his dagger, I mean, dropped his sword because he was stunned, um, and he doesn't want to provoke from Diego to pick it up, he's just going to try to bite Diego. With a 17. Does not hit. 17 misses. You. Okay. Keep your teeth off, dog. <laughs> Werewolf 2 is going to try to reach out and bite Cabal this time. And that's a 3. Uh, that is not a natural good. 1? Did you roll a natural 1? No, I rolled a natural 2. Oh. <laughs> they don't have a huge bonus on their bite. <laughs> that's got to be up close and personal. Mm-hmm. 
And then Werewolf 3. Should I do Bites all around? Bites all around. Up to you. It's an 18 against Dwarfy. It's gonna uh, bite Dwarfy, but... Ah! But... You bit him when he was full of spikes. Please tell me those are silver spikes. They're not silver, (laughs) they're iron. But could he even get to him through the spikes? Uh, Yeah, any creature attacking the wearer with natural weapons takes one point of piercing damage for each attack that hits. So it was one attack, which would be one point of piercing, but that does not bypass the DR. Yes, it does. It says bypasses all DR. No, it doesn't. Because you're touching <laughs> in places. Because your mouth. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that would be like eating hot pizza. You just... <laughs> and get spikes in the mouth. <laughs> it's just spicy. Yes, spicy dwarf. Picas. Pika, yes, pika, pika. Uh, Alright, uh, Dwarfy takes four points of damage from the bite, which means the wolf gets a chance to trip. And I also need Dwarfy to make a fortitude save. Dwarfy's fortitude. Well, that's a super crack die. And I failed on the trip, so no trip. I lost my die. Hold on. I think Philip tripped. I didn't see him for a second there. (laughs) (laughs) You said fortitude? (laughs) Correct. Uh, That is a... 21. Alright, Dwarfy feels okay. Sweet. Okay, that'll bring us to Shobear. Alright. Shobear's gonna try the uh, same thing. He's gonna try to stabby-stab this, this werewolf in front of him. 21. 21, because you're flanking, hits. Alright. Also, all of the other bonuses. Oh, that was with, that was, that was with this. <laughs> okay. And I'm not gonna forget my extra excited this time 23 points of damage 23 points of damage and you have killed a werewolf oh yay finally it's been like eight hours sun came up (laughs) all right that'll bring us to dwarfy um so he's attacking with his silver warhammer okay crack die 22 23 that's a hit Nine points of damage, of bludgeoning damage. Nine points of damage, because you're using the silver warhammer, that all goes through. Next up is Renly. Renly grabs his uh, chakram, because it came back to him. Hello, chakram. Ooh, 24. That's a hit. Ooh, max damage. 15 points of damage. It's, uh, by the way, the one attacking Dwarfy. 15 points of damage to Werewolf 3. Yep. And what type of weapon? The, the Silver Chakram? Yep. And you have killed another werewolf. <laughs> Alright. Yay. Okay, that'll bring us to Cabal. So Cabal didn't uh, dip his punching dagger and silver for nothing, so he's going to march over. He's going to march into this last werewolf and punch it in the face. Okay. Dagger to the face. 17. 17 misses. So he did do it for nothing. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> All right, Diego. Don't tell Dwarfy. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm going to uh, continue Flurry of Blows on this guy. Okay. 
14. That's a miss. That is a miss. Second is a... I, I got a 20. Natural 20? Nine. Yes, natural 20. All right, roll to confirm. 14. So not a confirm, just a hit. Got a hit, and he gets 10 points of silver damage. He only had three hit points left, so he is dead. Yay, everyone's Yay. dead. It's not us. <laughs> Your bear didn't die this time. Yay, right. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I was so close to getting Chaubert with Lycanthropy. Man. Ah. Was it really the one point that you, did it? It was the one point that did it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, Cabal. Come through, Cabal. That's right. That would have made the uh, be like like. <laughs> I'm sure it's so much more effective. For real. Yeah. Having a character that's actually a werewolf. <laughs> so... Do we have to take our other watches, or can we just, you know, wake up refreshed? <laughs> you can take your other watch, but nothing else is going to attack you. Sweet. So you can finish the evening. So everybody rest up, and we will heal in the morning, just so that we can get our you know, points back. While I'm on watch, I search all the bodies of the werewolves. Do I find anything? Besides the swords? Before I... Shobert goes back to sleep, though. He's going to go over to Cabal, and he's... Suka, thank you. I, I felt invigorated by your, your healing touch. You're welcome. Anytime. Me and your homie. <laughs> <laughs> well, before Dwarfy goes to bed, he's also going to finish up his, what you calls it, uh, channeling. So he's got one left for today. Five plus two is seven so if you've t taken damage you will get seven points back he's going to fervor himself you can't do that on air back in that bush <laughs> like hell he's gonna do it again or the body buried. Yeah. all healed up and now i've got all of my heals back because i slept all of you are healed up uh anyone who didn't get the healing from Renly or from Dwarfy, I mean. Yeah, if uh, you still are down, I have one fervor left if you need it. Uh, but Gross. as you sleep through as you sleep through the night, the way the the healing will work is you will heal back your level plus your constitution bonus. You'll get seven plus whatever your constitution modifier is back anytime you sleep. And looting the the werewolf bodies, you don't find a lot. They all three have long swords, just regular standard long swords. And you find about 50 gold pieces and about 200 silver pieces. Sweet. Secretary, you can take those? I got them on my account. It's kind of bad form for a werewolf to have silver pieces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many? They're, they're in a bag. How many silver pieces was it? 200 silver pieces. So essentially 70 gold altogether. All right. So you continue down the pathway following the silent path after a few days of travel all together you finally get to a clearing toward the center of the shutterwood in the distance you can see a large and decadently appointed manor deep in the heart of the shutterwood now is it spooky or beautiful it looks like an elegant hunting lodge okay okay i can see that like one of those fancy cabins at Yellowstone. 
Yeah, exactly. Just kind of tucked away in the middle of this forest. And the thing to notice is that it seems very untouched. You know you're surrounded by werewolves and other monsters in this woods, but doesn't look like there's any damage to the fences or anything, or the gates. And it looks like a very peaceful respite to go to. But we'll find out next week. Okay. <laughs> so...